Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. show will a good morning everybody you are listening to the voice i said come on now dig me the one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay now i'm gonna be really honest with you this morning i really don't know what to say i really don't um i was sitting here and i was thinking what do i say today I do know that I want to be encouraging, uplifting, and inspirational in some way to affect somebody today. Oftentimes, these conversations that I have in the mornings, they're designed with me. (laughs) 
because I, I I needed myself, y'all, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, who who makes the comedian laugh? I used to say all the time. And even though what, what we talk about in the morning is not a laughing matter, it kind of like is it's where I am today. You know, I, I need motivation in my life sometimes myself. I think when I get in moments like this, I, I often res, resort back to the same thing over and over and over. And when I find myself in, in certain predicaments, I can always fall back on the same thing over and over. So while I'm sitting here trying to figure out what to say to you, the, the one thing that I did do this morning that I find to be very consistent in me is that I find myself grateful. I'm ever grateful for the things that God has done for me. I may not always know what to say, but I know how to say thank you. I do. I know how to remember and reflect back on where I come from. I know how to realize where all my blessings come from. I, I, I'm very, very conscious of my journey that I've been on, the, the one that was from then until now. That journey right there is is it's been it's been it's been uh it's been difficult, man. It really, really has. I I ain't gonna lie to you. Um me becoming successful was very difficult. But as hard as this is to say, I really, really mean this. I wouldn't change nothing about the trip I've been on. Number one, because I can't change anything about it. So I never live my life in regret. But the main thing is, was I discovered along the way, now, not during the process, when you're going through rough moments, you can't hardly see the good in it at the time. It's just rough for you. and It seems unexplainable. And oftentimes I thought it was unfair. But as I am now, I needed every single thing that happened to me, that happened to me, to happen to me. I hope that makes sense to you. I needed everything to happen in the exact order and the exact way that it happened in order for me to be the person that I've become. And that right there, man, is, is just very comforting to me. Bishop Jakes told me one time, he said, the closer you get to God, the more friendly you all become, the more he will reveal to you uh, the how comes and the what fors of a lot of things that's happened to you. Because a lot of times what troubles us is we just can't understand why we lost that loved one back then. We just can't understand why we didn't get what we wanted back then. We just don't understand how come our plan didn't work out and we had to fail so miserably back then. We don't understand the answers to these things. Well, the closer I've gotten to God, the more those explanations have become crystal clear to me. And see, the one thing that I came to the realization, everybody, is that the things that was happening to me, 
They wasn't really all bad. They really wasn't. That. They, they didn't taste good when it was happening. I didn't enjoy what I was going through. But as I look back on them and reflect now, it wasn't all bad. Some of those things were so necessary for me to get the information. Because, see, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I said, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I kind of like to think that I know something about some things every now and then. And the things I am convinced about, I don't really, really care for people trying to talk me off mine. So I can be stubborn and hard-headed sometimes. God knows that about me. So I think to get some of the messages crystal clear through to me that I needed to learn, that was this process I had to go through. That process was my journey. It was my trip. It was my woe, my pain. See, everybody got them different. It don't matter what it is. Everybody got a woe. Everybody got a pain. Everybody got a trial. Everybody got some tribulations. Everybody got some challenge. I don't care who you are. Just quit looking at me thinking that I got it going on so tough. Man, but if, Steve, yeah, it's easy for you to say that, but you ain't here. You don't know where I've been. If you would stop hanging yourself up on your past, worrying about your woes and your troubles and the situation you're in, and start praying and start asking God to get you through it. See, a lot of times you messed, it, you, you messed the message up yourself because when you're going through some stuff, you ask God to remove it and take it away. That ain't the lesson you got to learn. Your lesson sometimes has got to it's, it's got to be how to be strong, how to see it through, how to bear under it, how to carry that weight long distances for long periods of time. That's how you get strong. The lesson is is to make you stronger, but to make you stronger, you got to carry the weight. You can't get stronger. You don't go to gym, or you don't do something at your house to lift your own body weight. See, a lot. A lot of people can't even do push-ups. They, they, they can't get down and in the course of a day give you 100 push-ups because they ain't, they ain't, they ain't never tried it. They, about, they get to 20 and they shake it so bad they stop. Woo, that's too much for me. Well, let me tell you something. So I learned to quit praying to take stuff away. My prayer became to give me the strength to handle it. People oftentimes ask me, how do you do all that you do in the course of the day? I don't really know. I just know I can because I know God don't put more on you than you can bear. So when you ask me how you do all of what you do in the course of the day, I got God. God is good. He'll get you through whatever it is you're going through. So when you're tripping and you don't know what to say, reflect and be grateful for all you reflect on. Think about God's goodness and watch what he do for you. That's the cold part, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort 
ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials so you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning. Try Jesus. Show. Not me. Because I throw hands. Thank you, Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Try Jesus. Not me. Because I throw hands. We're going to preach on that this morning, right after I introduce the church. Sister Shirley. Amen, Brother Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. That damn Junior. Morning, Unc. Here for the sermon. <laughs> Jay Anthony. What up, Steve Harvey? Watch out there now. And Deacon uh, Def Jam. Uh-huh. I'm right here, Pastor. Right here. <laughs> we gavel this morning. Organ, please. Thank you so much. For oh great day, mm-hmm. we want to thank the Nigerian wonder. Yeah. Uh, the boy named that start with a T. Toby. Mm-hmm. Toby Newiwi. The name Toby passed. They what we what we gonna call him in Weeway. We weigh it out for we say it. <laughs> uh, uh, he came up with a hit. Yes, he uh, did. Try Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not me. Don't try me. And why did he say that, Deacon? Because of what I, reason? Because I, I throw hands. I throw hands. Yes. And the other boy, I don't know his name. But he said, try Jesus. Please don't try me. And why did he say that, Brother Deacon? Because I have no problem throwing these hands. Because I fight. Mm-hmm. That's right. We want to discuss this for a moment. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, there's a new generation of Christians. Uh-huh. Wow. The, we ain't going to take no uh, sugar, honey, iced tea, Christians. Mm-hmm. Put that together. Put that together. We, we, we swinging back now. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, the reason we've given birth to this new generation of Christians uh-huh. is because of the bull crap. Mm. That's coming yeah. out of the White House. That's what's so. In there. Since this man is up there creating divisiveness, we have gotten together and decided that we're gonna do what, Deacon? Ah, uh, we gonna throw these hands. That's what we gonna do. Try Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Please don't try me. Don't try me. Uh, we gonna I do mean, what, Deacon? I, 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 we gonna throw these. Try. I, I need a cue. We gonna throw hands. Throwing hands, swinging and banging. Yeah. Work it out for yourself. 
I'm sorry, I don't know my lines, Pastor. All right, uh, I know, coming I know. up in 32 minutes. I tried minutes. to drag you in. It was futile. After the hour, uh, we'll still try Jesus, but not us. And Steve's mm-hmm. Ask the CLO segment, that's coming up, too, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Hello. Uh, you can submit your questions at Steve Harvey FM. Are you ready, Mr. CLO? Of course, of course, All right. of course. Here we go. This one's from Sonia in Hampton, Virginia. I don't know what that voice was. I'm dating a man that's 17 years older, and we waited 90 days to be intimate. He was bragging about all the things he was going to do to me, and boy, did he lie. The whole experience <laughs> lasted 2.5 minutes. And he fell asleep on top of me, and the right side of my body went numb. He got up four times during the night to use the bathroom, and I woke up each time. Since then, I have been making excuses not to sleep with him. I like him, but I think he may be too old for me. Do you think this was just a one-time thing, or is this just what it's like to be an older man? No, his ass is getting up. That pee ain't going to happen. He he getting up. Now, he can lay there if he want to. I tell you what. I tell you what. You gonna wish he had a guy though. Oh goodness. Yeah, you gonna get your ass up. I don't know what that is, but you gonna get your ass up four times. You know now, be you know you know. Eventually, you'll learn how to sleep through it. But your problem is the two minutes and then falling asleep and your left side going off. And then after he lied about what all he was going to do, yeah. he did all he said he was going to do. You just didn't know it was going to be that quick. In record time. <laughs> Put it all in he, he did all of what he said he was going to do. <laughs> Bring it. Slang it. <laughs> crumble it up. Twist it. Rub it. Flip it. He did all that. All he just that. packed it in in two minutes. <laughs> he did all of it. You yeah. just ain't had time to react to none of it. <laughs> 2.5 minutes. So she's saying, is this just a one-time thing, or is, is this what it's like being with an older man? No, 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 no. You, 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 the, the time ain't got nothing to do with your age. Now, them four trips to the bathroom, he going to make them. That's going to have to happen. Yeah, especially if you're trying to do your water. <laughs> it's it's water and on be the healthy. stand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, here we go. Danielle in uh, Lansing, Michigan. My husband and I have got to have the worst marriage ever. He's cheated on me several times, and when I tried to get back at him, I failed miserably. I had an affair, and we did it on my living room couch. My husband found a little piece of the condom wrapper, and he thought I was trying to be funny to make him jealous. He never even suspected me of cheating, so I got (laughs) mad. I wanted him to be hurt and confront me. We are in our mid-30s, and I want my husband to be faithful, but I don't know if he will ever change. How will I know when it's time to leave? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? what? Y'all got the worst. You You wanted him to be mad. But confront her. You want him to be faithful. Wait a minute. You left a piece of condom on the couch. You wanted him to be mad. The condom was with another man, but you want him to be faithful. In his house. Girl, try Jesus. Okay. Not me. 
<laughs> yeah, y'all's y'all's marriage is over now. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. He can't be mad with somebody else. Right. I mean, wow. I mean, you doing stuff to make him jealous, and it's the same thing he did. Two wrongs don't make a right. This is a wrap, man. If y'all ain't gonna do right, just go on and be by yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. both of y'all That's doing cool. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no but in her, there. in the in their house though in their home. All right, man, to hell you doing? Mid thirties, mid thirties, love right there. All right, uh, this is from Sis in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. She says, "I was married Six. for Sis. Mm-hmm. I was married for eleven years, and I filed for divorce when I found out that my husband was cheating with a family friend." I was devastated because this girl was always at his family's gatherings and they were messing around in front of me. I confided in his mom and she told me that she was aware, but she was keeping it a secret from everyone because my husband and this woman are third cousins. My husband doesn't even know what he is doing is sick and disgusting. I want to tell him and the rest of the family. But his mom has begged me not to. Should I do it anyway? Well, see, all you want to do that for is to expose him and hurt him. Mm. That's all that's for. It's nothing about your marriage. This ain't about your marriage and what he's doing is sickening and disgusting. You don't like the fact that he's cheating on you. The fact that it's his third cousin, that's, that's, that's crazy. But, I mean, what, what good is it going to do you? But this is not a scripture, and I just learned this wasn't a scripture recently, so that was a shocker for me. <laughs> Hell have no fury like a woman scorned. I used to actually thought, thought that was, that was a scripture. Yeah, a lot I did, of people talk. do, Steve. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I really <laughs> thought that was a scripture. I just learned that it wasn't a year ago. Hell have no fear like a woman scorned. Seeing as I've had several of them women with with hell have no fear. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to mess brother. with that. Amen you don't. To that. You don't want to mess with that. It felt like it was a script. Well, Steve, she's already filed for divorce. Yeah, I mean, just go on and get your divorce. What is telling the family about? Yeah. I mean, I know you mad and all this here, but it's over. Third, mm-hmm. third don't really count either. Third. Yes, it do, Jay. I, I was going to ask you yes, that. Yes, it now, do, Jay. With, with, <laughs> With black people, thirds count, right? You know, when Tommy tells you, listen to me. When Tommy tells you, Jay, yes, it do, you have crossed the stupid barrier. There's still some blood in there somewhere, right? You have have kicked over the construction signs. (laughs) Okay. So, you can't yeah, do yeah. none of that in my damn family. Uh-uh. uh-uh. We don't play that. We do not play that. Coming up next. What you looking at her like that for? Coming up next, we'll have some church complaints. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. From Reverend Motown, Dick and Def Jam, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will give us the latest on Tropical Storm Isaisis. The storm track extended from Florida to Maine with high winds, possible flooding, and power outages. Wow. Plus, in entertainment news, Beyonce's Black is King is a visual album of the Lion King reimagined as a tribute to black love, black power, and black culture. Uh, She is the queen. Yes, she is. Yes, she (laughs) is. Make no mistake. 
Um, plus, in trending news, the president wants to ban TikTok. What is that about? Ah! Oh, oh, we know what no. it's about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Right now, Reverend Motown, Dick, and Def Jam are back this mm. time around with church complaints. If I had known or yeah, remembered that today was church complaints, I would have never opened the show yeah. with this. Yeah, you, you just because wasn't here doing prep time for the show, but that's I, all right. I don't do prep, Deacon. Well, that's what happens when you don't do prep. It's, well, you, you and Dan went long with it, obviously. I go long you with you because if I would have tried. stardom yourself. But if I had tried to stop you, then you'd have cussed me out in your sermon, and oh, I didn't feel like all that. <laughs> I see what's going no on. You don't. Have any complaints today? I got plenty of complaints. There's a lot going well, on at this well, church. Well, 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 I should not be one of them. Uh, uh, go forward, Deacon. All right, let's get down to it. Uh, Sister Doris Campbell asked the Lord to remove anything fake out of her life. She is now bald-headed with no eyebrows and her purse is missing. She wants you to talk to the Lord for her. <laughs> Be I'm gonna say that one more time. <laughs> what you ask him for. <laughs> Read it again, Deacon. Sister Doris Campbell asked the Lord to remove anything fake out of her life. She is now bald headed with no eyebrows and her purse is missing. She wants you to talk to the Lord for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 he may give you the desires of your heart. <laughs> so therefore, though, there is no sympathy. I cannot go to the Lord. See, you can't ask God to bless you mm-hmm. and then tell God how to bless you. Right. You, you wanted right. all the fake removed, so shall it be. <laughs> now you're sitting up there with no hair, mm-hmm. no eyebrows. That's right. Four, five eyelashes. <clears throat> yeah. Short, nubby ass fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> Booty gold. Everything. <laughs> Breast back to normal. Mm, mm, mm. Cheekbones flattened out. <laughs> Lips look like they mashed up. Guess your teeth. Botox is gone. Everything you've asked him to mm, remove, mm. fake, is now gone. Put it back. <laughs> One more time. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pastor. Uh, let's move along here. Uh, okay. Oh, I am in the middle of personally Steve himself asking God for a few things. Well, spite that. that he maketh me lie down in green pad. That ain't we. Uh, come as you are. Well, let's you do another one, Deacon. <laughs> All right, I'll do another one, to... Pastor. All right, uh, oh, Pastor D. Uh, the fat vegetarian ministry would like you to uh, <laughs> would like you to speak. My man, come on, come on. 
And these is the ones I live for. The, the fat vegetarian ministry would like you to speak at their quarterly meeting. The theme is mind over meat. Uh, I told him, I told him I didn't think you wanted the food with them, but I would let them know. Oh no, I'm certainly gonna come here because there are several vegetarians at our church that I have questions for. Uh, what in the hell is you eating? Ah, don't know how we have at our church seven. 300-pound vegans. Yes, we do. They are vegans. Uh, now, unless they are elephants and rhinoceros, <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I don't know how. I'm questioning their ability as uh, true veganist and things yeah, of that yeah. nature. Somebody mm. is eating bacon. Well, Somebody... Uh, Sneaking in a ham sandwich. <laughs> Somebody is at Five Guys. <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, I just saw a TV commercial the other day. One of our deacon members, Brother Roy Robertson, is yeah. in the Burger King commercial talking about two, two big. Two whoppers for five dollars. I'm gonna drive off before you change your mind. That's Brother Roy Robertson yeah. in, the, in the Burger King commercial. His big ass is talking about he's a vegan. Yes, now you know our other go ahead. Our other member pastor, you know, is the one you don't like in that chicken commercial that's talking to the chicken sandwich. Oh, I can't stand him. He's yeah, that's so Purnell. Funny. You know that. It's Brother Purnell is so slick. Looking all special. Yeah. I saw. I could have swore it looked just like him too. But or Popeyes, see, did what happened? Burger King saw the success of the Popeyes commercial and went out and found another fat ass black dude. Look just like him. Them is two separate fat blacks. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> just sitting looking all special. I want to slap his ass. What are you talking to hour. chicken like that for? Entertainment and Looking all news. special. Oh, it right ain't a girl, it's chicken. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. 
So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. In entertainment news, this past Friday, Beyonce, the queen, released her visual album. It's called wow. Black is King on Disney+. Plus. It was her love letter to the continent of Africa. Beyonce's eight-year-old daughter, Blue Ivy, showed off some of her dance moves in it. Other notable cameos included Beyonce's husband, of course, Jay-Z, their three-year-old twins. Oh, so cute. Mm-hmm. Rumi and Sir. Uh, Beyonce's best friend, Kelly Rowland, Naomi Camel, Pharrell, Judd uh, Reyes, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Tierra Wack, and numerous other Black and African actors and Afrobeat stars. Black as King was filled with dancers, models hailing from Cameroon, Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, and other countries in between to bring the story of Lion King Simba's journey and Afrobeat music to life. Beyonce's reign continues, don't you oh. agree? It was outstanding. It was spectacular. It was was beautiful. It was was like a feast for your eyes. Oh, my God. Listen to this. It was good. (laughs) It was so good. I thought I was back home. The way I was watching it, I'm Uh like, am I back home? Uh I was surprised. I thought I was back home. What was your favorite part? Oh, it was that. Oh, oh, the music was good. The dancing was good. It was, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah, and I was yeah, watching on a small yeah. set. I didn't Sim- have a big set. Simba. A very small set. Simba. This is yeah. not Simba. Simba. That is not Simba, you didn't, you didn't see it. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. I saw like it on it. a very I yeah. saw it on a small set, not a no, big no, set. No, 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 no. Your answer says you didn't <laughs> see it. You know, when they <laughs> no, ask you your favorite part, the music, oh, the dancing. That yeah. was all the favorite music, part the dancing, is what the, the damn question was. Your favorite part. Why, why, why are you so hostile? Because <laughs> you sit there acting why? like you saw the damn thing and you oh. didn't see it. Oh, my God. I saw God. it and I loved it. Yeah. I know, Carla. Carla, Carla, Carla what was your favorite oh. part? I think I liked when Jay-Z, when he came and he was riding in this Bentley, drop top Bentley up into the mansion that they were staying Why in. Why don't you think I was so going to that? say that? Why, what <laughs> made you think I was so going to see see that? see the difference? Why you see the Why you jump all over see, me? Because I see, didn't see, express it. See how she face. said something specific oh, and your oh, ass oh, was talking in broad Did generality? Hell no. That's yeah, why I'm not you know? talking. I did not see did, it. Why how not let the ladies who saw it, it with your ignorant ass, why it don't you let the ladies... It does matter what I say. You didn't see it anyway, so you don't know if I'm lying. <laughs> I do know you're lying because how, you can't name, you not, can, name anything specific about it. I just told it to you. It yourself. <laughs> because well, you know the part it sounds like The part when it was raining, the part you didn't see, that's the part I like. And it like didn't the, rain. Like it didn't part. rain in the, the whole part damn when it was raining. I like the part I don't remember you that did part. not see. It didn't <laughs> rain yeah. in the whole movie. The part when the bubble gum came from the sky. The part you didn't when? see. When? What? What, what happened? Like. What part? The bubble gum come from this. He didn't and see. And no bubble gum come from those. I'm just saying he didn't see it, but he called me a liar. Oh my God! I'm shocked. I love Blue Ivy. I loved her. It was so good. Kelly Rowland. It was so good. It was so beautiful. I like her too. Black is King streaming on Disney Plus. You don't want to miss it. Jay. I mean, I mean, Simba. Stop it. No, he ain't see it. Did you see Nick Cannon in it? 
your accent. Well, well, no, keep the accent. Stay oh, we're back. Oh, I, when he said J, I dropped it. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're going back to Steve now. Time for headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Tropical storm Isaias is uh, packing 70-mile-an-hour winds and rain from Florida now to the rest of the Lower East Coast. It's making its way up to the Carolinas, uh, this east, whole eastern seaboard, but basically the Carolinas should get it tomorrow. Uh, it's moving, of course, bringing power outages and flooding. Coronavirus infections in the U.S. have now pa- passed 4.6 million. million, and John Hopkins University is reporting that over 154,000 fatalities in this country have resulted from COVID-19. Talks scheduled to continue this week over the latest coronavirus relief package. No deal yet. Uh, Democrats and Republicans still disagreeing over how much to add to unemployment benefits. Now, the GOP only wants to add an extra 200 bucks. The Democrats want to keep it at 600. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer says they're meeting later today with White House Chief of Staff. Mark Meadows, but also with Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, who was on ABC's This Week. We proposed a one-week extension at $600 so that while we negotiate a longer-term solution, at least all those people don't lose their money. And, and, and I'm surprised that the Democrats won't agree to that. Well, the Democrats say they want a firm, firm promise at the 600 level. I guess we'll see what they can agree to. The New York Amsterdam News reports that there's been another apparent lynching, this time in McKinney, Texas. And like the other recent cases of black men found hanging from trees in other states recently, local police insist it was a suicide. Neither the community nor the local NAACP is buying that. This time, the victim was a young black woman identified as 20-year-old Gloria Bambo of South Africa. She went missing July 9th and was discovered by her white male roommate on July 20th, hanging in the garage of the home she shared with them. The city of El Paso, Texas, marked a sad anniversary over the weekend. The murders of 23 innocent Hispanics one year ago at a Walmart. you got to remember this. It was by a Dallas-area gunman, said to be the largest attack on Latinos in modern U.S. history. Sunday evening, survivors and family members of the victims took part in an interfaith service and groundbreaking for a healing garden at a local park. Pastor Michael Grady of Prince of Peace Christian Church was one of the dozens injured. That day, August the 3rd, rocked our city because it was a heart thing. It wrenched us. Why us? And Pastor Grady, the Catholic Bishop of El Paso, uh, other men of the cloth also announced the formation of a commission on race and equality amid the rise in hate crimes around the country, the entire country. President Trump reportedly engaged in another feud with his favorite TV network, Fox. And sad news actor Wilford Brimley has died. It's the right thing to do. Steve Harvey Morning Show now back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Let's look into the mind of the one and only J. Anthony Brown. Here we are in 2020. We all agree we're in 2020. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't you just feel like you have a very funny feeling about 2020? 2020 mm-hmm. is like, it feels like you got cereal, but no milk. That, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just feels yeah. like just struggling. Uh-huh. Yeah, it feels like 2020 feels like you realize you just drove off and your drink is on top of the car. That's 2020. Oh, it just feels like that. Yes. Just got that oh, feeling. Yes. Right? God, 2020 no. feels like when you get your stuff caught in the zipper. You know what I mean? Oh. That's the feeling of 20. It just oh, has a weird feeling. It's like you, you, right. you out of toilet paper. 2020 feels like 
you out of toilet paper and you home by yourself. That's what 2020 <laughs> feels like. Mm-hmm. it feels like uh-huh. your TD goes out and all you can get is the sound. That's 2020. That's what it feels uh-huh. like, man. Uh-huh. 2020, <laughs> you have a funny feeling about yourself all day long. You don't know what it is. And then at nighttime, you realize... You had your underwear on backwards. I mean, that's what 2020 <laughs> feels like. 2020 Ooh, feels like when you drive and you park on the wrong side of the pump three damn times. You're like, I oh. be damn. I can't get it right. <laughs> yeah. That's how 2020 feels like. Yeah, A bird poops on you. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's in your mouth. That's what 2020 no, feels like, man. <laughs> Jay. Yo, you got one? Let me get this last one. Let me get one. Right here, right here. You're going to love this routine. 2020 feels like you mess up your favorite white outfit before you leave the house. What you got, Steve? What you got, man? What you got? 2020 feel like the magician (laughs) pulled the rabbit out the hat and the rabbit is dead. Oh, oh, damn. Damn, dog. 2020, 2020 feel like you backing out the garage and the damn door ain't open. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, disaster. Yeah. Disaster. <laughs> disaster. <laughs> That's opposite. it feel like you've been driving for 30 minutes. And then you forget where the hell you going. 20, that's what the hell 2020. All right, here's the last one. 2020 feels like the president is on television. You switch the channel, and there he is again. He's on every damn channel, even the weather. That's what 2020 feels like. Even the weather channel? All right. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Steve. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Some trending news from St. Louis right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, after a five-month secret review of the 2014 shooting death of Michael Brown, St. Louis County's first black prosecutor, Wesley Bell, will not, I said, will not file charges against the former Ferguson police officer, Darren Wilson, in the shooting death of Michael Brown. This follows a reinvestigation into into the case. Prosecutor Bell said after examining thousands of pages of witness statements, forensic reports and other evidence, his office was unable to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Darren Wilson committed murder or manslaughter under the Missouri law when Wilson shot and killed Michael Brown back in 2014. A St. Louis activist was upset and spoke out about the decision. Take a listen. Five months. Nothing. Five months. Six years you've seen it. He's moving evidence. Nothing. He moving evidence. Nothing. 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 It's over. One term. Ain't no integrity in it. He got dirty cops. How you got police working for the prosecutor? How you got prosecutors for the police union? How? It's all a conflict of interest. Everybody in here corrupt. Mm. Wow. Later. He's probably oh, telling the An truth. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably he said, telling yeah. the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know, uh, it's just a lot of that. It's, but you know, we've 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 made a serious mistake in here, in that we've given, we've allowed 
some police to be able to make the decision uh, whether a person is guilty or innocent. And we've allowed them to pass judgment and, and actually enter death sentences. Uh, when, the, when the young man, I don't know his name, but was in his grandmother's backyard oh, trying wow. to get in and was murdered because they thought his cell phone was a... Uh, was a gun in California. I mean, they always have a reason why they open fire. There's a 12 year old boy dead from playing with a toy to me, right? Because mm-hmm. they opened fire and killed him. See, if if anybody else fires a gun, discharges a weapon, and kills a 12 year old, they're gonna go to jail. So in this Black Lives Matter movement, one of my things is I, I would I would love to see, and I've, I've got to do a better job of trying to make this happen, to be honest with you. There has to be the policing of the police. There has to be sentencing guidelines for policemen. See, this isn't about we don't need police or defunding the police, because I think if you defund the police, you're making the biggest mistake in this world. You need police. There are a lot of good police officers. You need law and order. I got all of that. That that ain't what we're talking about. But if we are paying you as taxpayers, which I happen to be, and we are paying you to help us uphold the law, you have to be held to the same laws you hired to uphold. Mm -hmm. You can't murder Mm -hmm. innocent people. I don't see why that's a problem. And people that don't get on board with this about the police, what are you saying? That it's okay, but once again, it's okay when it's not happening to you. But enough enough people have realized that so far this year, and thank God. But we got to get, to make this whole thing count, we have to vote. That's really the whole yeah. thing. We have mm-hmm. to vote. Yeah. Let our voice this be This thing heard. is serious. Right. Do your yeah. part. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what I think, you know about this election? His base is still his base. But I truly believe that he has lost some of his base. I know a Trump yeah, a lot supporter. Of them died. Some of them died. Yeah. And that's I not know. funny. But a lot I of know. them died. Right. I know one a person who voted for Trump and then told me it was the biggest mistake they ever made. Mm-hmm. They can admit mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm but, well, yeah, but then this he's prosecutor also in St. Louis this time. In St. Louis is African American. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a newly appointed prosecutor. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. that's the outrage. But you know what? Well. Like like the outrage of the man. If the prosecuting office and the police department is in cahoots and partnered up, what can you do? You can't beat that. Yeah, Yeah. conflict of interest. He's right. Yeah, well, we'll keep our eyes on this story. Coming up next, time to switch gears. Nephew Tommy here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, today's (laughs) Strawberry Letter subject is... His wife's picture is on the nightstand. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. Well, what you doing over there? You'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> but right the now. Hell are you tripping about that for? <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. Right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? My comb and brush. My <laughs> Team my Tommy. Comb. Sound like you're All day. My comb and brush. I like See, them both. That, that's, no matter. That's, that's too much for a prank. That's too much. Really. 
Uh, my combing brush. Not. I mean, that don't. I don't like that either. My combing brush. You know. Can we hear it? <laughs> my comb. Oh, Nobody listens brush. to the prank for the introduction. <laughs> 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 Let's go, cat. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yeah, this. Hey, listen. My name is uh, Sean. Uh, did you have a uncle that passed away? Name? Yep. Uh huh. All right. He your uncle, right? Yeah, that's my uncle. We 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 read him about three and a half months ago. Right. Well, well, reason why I was calling was, I'm the person that actually cut your uncle hair when he passed away. Okay. So, uh, reason why I was calling uh-huh. is uh, the situation is when I cut his hair, and, and I know you don't know the history about me, but my my daddy and my granddaddy was was barbers. We all barbers. Okay, get, so, I mean, come on, bro. Get down to the bottom because you're talking about my uncle, man. And I'm trying to see what's going on for real. Okay. And I'm sorry to call you like this, but what I'm telling you is that my, my granddaddy and my daddy, they, they had passed down a brush and a comb to me. Okay. That is, is like a sentimental value. Okay. But for the, for the last two, three months, I ain't been able to find the, the, the comb and the brush that I used when I had cut his hair. Okay, so, okay, go ahead. And what I was trying to call and tell you was that I can't find it, and I'm almost certain. What what I'm trying to okay, say what, is... I'm okay, what, I'm okay, so, so so what can I do to help you find Cone Brooks, probably? That's what I'm saying. When I did Miss hair and, and edged it up at the funeral home, that's the last time I remember having it. But this was three months ago, man. Right, right. It was about three months ago. What I'm trying to say is I left the comb and brush... And, you know, went to the funeral home and did his hair. Okay. And I talked to the funeral home, and they told me that, you know, if I'm trying to find a comb and brush, I got to get permission. Man, what the color is the comb and brush? What's the color of the comb and brush? It's black. They both of them black. The comb is black and oh, the brush. He got all kind of combs that black and the Go on, man. No, no, no. See, what I'm saying is the comb and brush is black, and I know I lost it. But I'm almost certain on, about where it is. Okay, so if you're certain about where it is, why are you calling that's, me? That's the reason why I'm calling you, because I'm almost certain I left it with him. You left it with my dad? So, so I called the funeral home. They told me I need to call you in order to get permission to get it. Okay, you call the funeral home to get permission from me that you can go get the comb and brush. From where? The funeral home? Sure, you can go down there. They got it. No, no, no. See, the, the, the comb and brush ain't with the funeral home. The comb and brush is in there with your uncle. The what? The, the comb and brush hold is up, in the casket. Hold up, hold up, man. With, you got to say that again. What, you well, what I'm trying to say to you is that the comb and brush is in the I'm trying to say and just say what you're I'm saying, I'm saying it, man. man the, the comb and brush is in the casket with your uncle. If it's in there, it's six feet. Well, see, see what I'm trying to say is that the comb and brush is sentimental value to me. Bro, it couldn't have been too valuable if you lost it. Well, no, what it was, I value, you know, my work. So I just really got caught up in well, my work, really. Too much if you tell my dealer left it with my uncle, that's dead three months ago, man. What kind of are you talking about, homeboy? All I'm trying to do with you is see if, if you don't mind approving for them to bring the body up so I can get the comb and brush. <laughs> you lost your mind. 
Well, see, right. they for a cone. But, but see, but what I'm trying to explain to you, this sentimental value. I'm trying to get y'all to bring the body up so I can get my comb and brush out of it. Because like I say, my daddy and my granddaddy was born. Dude, this whole thing is sentimental, man. You talking about my dead uncle, man. And you talking about bringing him up out of the ground for a cone, man. I just got these to stop crying around here. And I, and I understand what y'all going through as, as a family and stuff. See, man, I'm trying to just get my comb and brush, Hey, man, and how you trying to go about doing this all thrown off, homeboy? Because ain't nobody digging up no body to bring back no no brush, man. But you got me pissed off now, man, because you're calling me talking stupid, man. You talking about putting my, my uncle, man, that's, man, that's not hey, man, it, man. Man, I ain't trying to start no comb. You talking about comb and brush, man, all these Walmart right Okay, but well, I understand all that, but this is sentimental value, man. Well, this is sentimental to me, man. This is something that my, my people love me. sentimental to me, okay? That was my favorite uncle, man. Okay, listen, you talking about pulling up this body, man. I got phone, boy. Hey, man, man, I'm not, I don't want no no. If you been cutting my uncle in that long, man, you should know how he operate, man. And we don't get out like this here, man. I, man, I ain't finna sit here and argue with you. Look, I got some people. No argument. I got some people that here. I mean, where you stay at, man? Let me say this, man. I got some people that's here with me right now. You know, some of my friends, and we got some shovels. So I can actually go over there and, and go on and get the cone and brush now. And in the morning, ain't nobody going to even know. You ain't going to go get now, but with the long boy. Say what? You don't get but you going to dig up for so going to get a comb and a I have several too. You talking about going to the cemetery trying to dig up my hook? Hey, man, I'm going to go on and tell you this right here. What's wrong with you, Hey, man, I'm trying to get my comb and brush back. I ain't trying to have no problems with you. But I want my comb and brush. Who the hell do you think you're talking to, man? Go to Walgreens. Go to Walgreens. Go to Walmart. Go to Safeco. They got them. Hey man, ain't nobody. This ain't even about your uncle. This more than that. This and you ain't even got no room to be hollering at me all day. Ain't nobody hollering at you, man. All I'm telling you is, I got a comb and brush in your uncle casket, and I want my brush. Well, right. you dig one, did you might want to dig two. Say what? I'm gonna brush, and you gonna fall right over in there. Around yeah? So what you think? You trying to you trying to dig a grave for me? Man, do you know how long this been? I've been trying to get these. I mean, stop crying, and man. Up, man. I dare you to with his body. I dare you to with his man. Fuck, boy. I understand what you're going through. I do. Man, who the is this, man? I told you, I'm the one crying here. And I want my. You sound like a come out digging on somebody's body, man. Overcoming a bush. I, I got it. I just tried to call you like a man. Because I want to get the comb and brush, and I didn't want to go without getting your permission. Now, if I got to go without getting your permission, I will. Cry with me. You don't know me. Don't cry with me. Yeah, just cry with me. It's sentimental to me. Just cry with me. Man, your brush, dad, your comb. I want to say something else to you. You ain't saying shit. Are you listening? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your voice, man. Man, you man. <laughs> Hello? Uh... Hey. <laughs> you just got pranked by your voice, man. got a brush in the car, Ooh, Lord, I think I needed that cry. <laughs> hey, man, 
I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You know like I know the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Did I get you, man? Oh, man. Get me ain't the word, man. <laughs> <laughs> no All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter Subject. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. We'll get into Why it. Is you right in there? <laughs> You'll find out right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Time now for my strawberry letter for today. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, his wife's picture is on the nightstand. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 53-year-old single female, and I've been casually dating a man for three years. His wife died six years ago, and he's a single dad raising a daughter. He lives in my complex, and when we met, we instantly clicked and started dating. After a few months of dating, he told me he wanted to take a break so he could focus on his daughter. That was three years ago, and I showed support by cooking for him occasionally and showing up at some of his daughter's basketball games. He was happy that I was so understanding. Recently, we talked about getting back together, and I told him that's all I ever wanted. We decided to be exclusive and talked a lot about our future together, but there's one thing... (laughs) One problem, and I need your advice. When I'm over at his place, I am bothered by the constant reminders of his wife. The kitchen is just as she left it, down to the notes on the fridge. Then I spent the night with him, and I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. The picture was not there three years ago when I stayed with him. I told him that the picture made me uncomfortable, and he said it had been in his drawer for years, and his daughter found it and put it by his bed. 
I can't tell this man how to grieve the loss of his wife, and I feel sorry for his daughter, but I'm not going to act like this is okay. There are several family pictures throughout the house, and I try to overlook them. He's a great man. He loves that we can be honest with each other about everything. So is this one of the things I should be honest about? How should I handle this? Well, if you guys have that agreement that you can be honest with each other, yeah, you can be honest about it. I think uh, you are right. You cannot tell this man how long to grieve. You can't do that. Uh, It's his late wife, and it was six years ago, so it's going to take however long it's going to take. I mean, these things do take time, but you can certainly help him move forward and find happiness again. You've been a supportive friend, you said, with the cooking and going to his daughter's basketball games and things like that. Uh, But after three years, I think it's definitely time to move the relationship out of the casual zone. You guys have decided to do that. And uh, and that's a good thing. You want to be exclusive because what you don't want is for another woman to come in and just swoop him from right under your nose. You said he's a great man. You don't want that. Uh, I, I really think you should, you know, not let the pictures bother you so much, okay? It, just consider it a sweet memory of his late wife for him and his baby girl, his daughter. I mean, you were gone for a while, so they just put the pictures back out. I, I think in due time, once you guys get closer, more serious, maybe marriage, because I'm sure that's what you want, uh, you can move the pictures maybe to the office or to the family room. Hopefully the daughter won't be offended by that and she won't resent you for that. Um, if you still you know, want to bring it up, I just say, you know, be kind about it. Be, be patient, wait um, for the right moment. Don't say anything crazy. I think it's a good thing that you're helping him move on with your life. And, I, you know, I wish you guys the best. Steve? Uh, 53-year-old lady casually dating a man for three years. Casually dating takes this letter all out of focus for me. His wife died six years ago. He's a single dad raising a daughter. He lives in my complex, and when we met, we clicked instantly and started dating. After a few months of dating, he told me he wanted to take a break so he could focus on his daughter. What? (laughs) What man tells a woman he gonna stop seeing her so he can focus on his daughter? (laughs) You 53. How old is this man? So let's see here. Was his wife a little bit younger? Maybe his wife was 40. His daughter's 20, living at home. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know nobody that tells a woman. Y'all wasn't doing nothing but casually dating. You said that yourself. He don't want to see you no more because he want to spend some time with his daughter. Okay, cool. It's over. But it wasn't really over. Then uh, that was three years ago. And you kept on hanging in there by cooking for him occasionally, show him up some of his daughter's basketball games. Okay, so she probably high school or college, one of the two. He was happy that you was understanding. Recently, recently, we talked about getting back together, and I told him that's all I ever wanted. Y'all have talked about being together before. That's what broke y'all up after the three years of casual dating. Huh? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? But there's one problem. I need your advice. When I'm over at his place, I'm bothered by the constant reminders of the wife. The kitchen is just as she left it. Well, (laughs) he wasn't in there cooking. 
So she left some stuff. He liked where her where she hung the pots. She liked he liked where she put the spoons. He liked the way the stuff is just habit. Well, suppose so she died in. Let's change this kitchen round because it's too much like your damn mama. What was he supposed to say to his daughter? And then said, I, I spent the night with him and I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. They slept in that bed. That ain't bother your ass. Now the picture got you tripping. She Hold looking on. at us. She is. <laughs> Say that one. Hold that thought. She Steve. looking at us. She is. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response. You in her bed. At 23 minutes after the hour. <laughs> well, her damn husband. <laughs> we'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject for today, his wife's picture is on the nightstand. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. This lady dating this man, wife been deceased. He raising his daughter. They broke up so he could spend time with his daughter. That's what he told her, which ain't true. They've been talking about getting back together. You, for the three years, been cooking for him. You said that's all you've ever wanted. And then y'all started talking about y'all's future together. But here's the problem she got. When I'm over at his place, I'm bothered by the constant reminders of his wife. Oh, you mean like that's her house? <laughs> that, that one of the reminders you talking about? You talking about, that's the couch she sat on. That's her TV. That's where she arranged the living room. And then, and then she said the kitchen is just as she left it, down to the notes on the refrigerator. Wow. Eat your vegetables. Pick up some milk. That's what the note says. I love you. Have a nice day. (laughs) Oh, that's getting on your damn nerves. When I spent the night with him, I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. Mm -hmm. She lived there. That was a picture of them on the nightstand before. Now, she said the picture was not that three years ago when I stayed with him. She said. But you've been gone for a while. He probably said to his daughter, I showed Miss your mom, and she said, well, Daddy, I'm going to put the picture back out for you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ain't bothered by being in this woman's bed, what the hell is this picture bugging you for? I know why, because she looking. Because she's looking, yeah. <laughs> she looking dead at you. Exactly. Now, it ain't bothering his ass, but it's bothering you. You know, no. and it made, and that picture made me uncomfortable. And he said it had been in his drawer for years, and his daughter found it and put it by his bed. So what are you gonna do? Take it off? Yeah. You over there, lady? Come on now. You grow. Now until this gets somewhere else, but I can't tell this man how to grieve the loss of his wife. Okay. So what are we typing this letter for? <laughs> I tell you why. Because I feel sorry for his daughter, but I'm not gonna act like this is okay. Okay. Cool. But right now, it's not your house. It's still his house, and his daughter is there, and it's their house. Remember, see, you just got back in. See, you're going to mess around and be out before you get back all the way in. That's what your ass finna do. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Your ass finna mess around and be out. See, you said something before. That's why he said we need a break. Now, you're oh, going to come back in there. Oh, I'm trying to tell you. Now, you're going to come back in there with this little buffalo move right here. I'm over here. I want all these notes down at this kitchen. And let's change where these glasses and stuff is. 
I don't want none of her in here no more. What? Your ass finna mess around and be out, lady. Now, she said, there are several family pictures throughout the house, and I try to overlook them. It's family pictures. It's him, his wife, his daughter. You know, they got life together. You can't just throw that out the window because your ass want to sleep with him. That ain't the way this work. Mm-hmm. Lady, you tripping. Nice. Man, he loved this woman. He married her. You all are casually dating. This is your words in your letter. He loves that I could, that we can be honest with each other on everything. So is this one of the things I should be honest about? How should I handle it? Run over there and say something to that man about his wife. Go in there and say something to this man about them family pictures up there on that wall. And his daughter still live there. Go on over there. Go on over there. Why don't you do this? Why don't you have Stimmy stay at your house until everything smooths out? Why don't you just do that? No, but you want everybody taking stuff down at the house because your ass is over there. I don't even know if you want to consider this right here, but I'm going to just throw this here out. What? She ain't dead. <laughs> what? She's she coming home? Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I don't want to put that in the mix. Why are you so stupid? I just want just put that out there for you. She's gone, Steve. She She ain't dead. Uh Hey, he ain't seen her. Okay, she doing jail time. Hey, hey, dog, dog. She just over cousin's house. He been working it out. Oh lord, she ain't dead. For her to get her sympathy vote, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, hey, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. I see how you got that. Something for you to consider. The notes on the refrigerator. All these notes are still on the and the notes are changing. You better start reading them notes real careful. What you, you gonna mess you around and look up a note on there? Let, let me catch her ass in here. <laughs> how about that note on the refrigerator? Tell the beekeeper hands off of my sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> Start reading these notes. Yeah. Uh, Who hair was that on the pillowcase? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you better start reading these notes real careful. <laughs> now, if she haunting the house, you got another damn problem. You know, black people do not do well we do ghost you, people. You we gonna be in there laying one night and just a broom handle start whooping your ass in the air. No, we don't do well with this. She beating thing. you across the back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, where yeah. is she if she's not dead? Here go another note. Boo. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. Did this note say boo? <laughs> All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> please post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. He's so stupid. And uh, don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior Sports what? is back so he can talk about what? it. Yes. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, Sports back. So let's do this thing right. Here's Junior with Sports Talk. What? Oh, thank you, Father in heaven. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. After 141 days without basketball, we are back. 
We is back. The NBA restart is only popping with 22 teams. Thank you, Lord. We have something to talk about. No more cornhole throwing. No more axe throwing to talk about. We got sports. No no more none of that. We got basketball. The cornhole was pretty good now. The cornhole Tommy, was pretty not good. better than basketball. I actually know people's names again. We ain't know who was throwing the cornhole. You ain't know that. We are back, man. I'm excited. Did you see any of the games this weekend, fellas? Anybody? Did anybody see the game? I saw a couple. Uh, I you saw, saw a couple? Saw. Can't remember who they were. Uh, saw the Lakers and Clippers. I saw. Uh, yeah, that was a good game. How is it without an audience? I saw, I saw Houston. Houston won in overtime. 85. What? Yeah, they won. Uh-huh. They, they, they won. won. They won. Yeah. They came in back. overtime, dog, they had 85 points at the half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was okay. a good game, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, they won minute. 153 to 149. Let me tell you, my husband had ice cream. He was on that couch. Carla, he I was lit, so happy. Carla, <laughs> I lit yes. candles, turned the lights down. Uh, I've been here all weekend, stretched out. You didn't love Junior. Oh, my God. We finally knew people, man. I mean, it was good games all weekend. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, you know, they had, uh, you know, Zion Winston. He didn't have a really good start back up. But, you know, LeBron, they lost a game, too. Sad. So, you know, it was just good to LeBron see LeBron lost? Yeah, they lost again, man. Yeah, they lost to again. who? Uh, they beat the Clippers. They beat the Clippers. Then they lost the next yep. game. They beat the Clippers. Uh, they lost it. It's just Toronto, good to wasn't it? I did not Toronto. Toronto. Oh, I'm it telling was, you, my husband was watching this. Yeah, man. I mean, it was just good to see them running <laughs> hey, up and down the Junior, court. We just got to keep them in that bubble, Junior. Keep them man, in that bubble. Man, don't nobody leave this bubble. We don't need nobody <laughs> getting COVID right now. We don't care. I don't care. Don't do nothing. Just Steve, not playing. Steve, I think I heard Simba say something. He I didn't see it myself. I was watching sports. the Beyonce video. So <laughs> Black is king. He don't know nothing about sports. He don't know nothing. He, he, he didn't even know basketball was back. <laughs> but man, it's good, man. Um, they're gonna play, uh, you know, twenty-two game restart. So they're gonna play the the playoffs. Gonna begin this month, August seventeenth. Really? And, yeah, man. And the and the finals are scheduled to start September thirtieth. So we got basketball at least till September. So how then is it without an audience, though? I don't care, Shirley. They play. <laughs> cool though. The, the cool. focus is it. on them playing, Shirley. Well, Why are you asking about the audience? I'm a. I got some questions, know. Junior. I do. All right, uh, all right. We'll we'll be back. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some trending uh, fraternity news, <laughs> Steve. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT and T. Here's a question: What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend the one who wants a big new tv and boom suddenly the tv's on sale they drive around town and boom suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there it's a great feeling when things go your way and now at&t is giving everyone that i just lucked out feeling every day good things shouldn't only favor the few and at&t gets this so they're making a big change in giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, 
everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. All right, so Steve, you want to congratulate your brand new fraternity brothers, please? I have known these brothers for a long, <laughs> three of them. Uh-huh. The story behind this is so good. Uh, they are the newest members of the greatest fraternity in the world, Omega Sci-Fi. Uh, Teddy Ginn Sr., mm-hmm. who is the father of Ted Ginn, who plays wide receiver for uh, the Saints, who has played wide receiver for uh, Miami, and uh, a couple other teams. Bad boy, that boy is so fast. But his father and I went to school together. Uh, We graduated together. He went back and became a coach at Glenville. He has so many current NFL players in the league now and has changed more lives than anybody in the city of Cleveland that I know boys' lives up in Cleveland. Ted Ginn Sr. Anthony Anderson Anthony. Oh, wow. from Star Blackish is the latest member of Omega Sci-Fi. Congratulations. And oh man. my goodness. Uh-huh. The greatest addition is my brother D.L. Hughley. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, one of the kings. Oh man. <laughs> Which I have ordered a whole new slew of uh Oklahoma Thunder wear, but I just uh-huh. bought the gear out on the NFL uh, and, and on the NBA official store, the stuff with OKC on it. Uh-huh. OKC, because I just figured out I was going to wear them shirts and it stands for Original Kings of Comedy. I don't get it. Oh, oh you just making it work. Uh, oh, okay. You don't get nothing about Oklahoma City. Work it out for yourself. <laughs> okay. And then probably the one that warms my heart fourth best was but this brother has become a member of Omega Sci-Fi for one reason, because of his contribution mm-hmm. <laughs> to Omega Sci-Fi. The writer, performer, the creator of the mass hit that once is played identifies with one fraternity only. George Clinton. Uh, oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> you better step in your seat. They, oh, they owe that to George. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at this fool. He's uh-huh. turning around. Well, you're going to hurt your knees if you get on your feet. Uh-huh. The dog that chases his tail will be busy. Living the dog. Oh! I can't wait to see Anthony hopping around the room. Oh, no. I can't wait. How are you? You tired, Steve? Hell yeah. <laughs> Why is that? What is it about that song, man? Oh man, that's when he first wrote it. Uh huh. I thought it was about me.
<laughs> no, seriously. I was going to ask you where you This is a story mm-hmm. about a famous dog. Mm-hmm. Man, you Who they talking about? <laughs> You're a famous dog, all right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Cute dog. <laughs> uh-huh. So congratulations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You said all that to say. Say congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the Sigma say? What did you say, Jay? You so quiet. What you say? He ain't say nothing. He know that say nothing. Oh. They no, got to be quiet. Huh? Oh, I can oh, hear okay. him. This ain't our time. This ain't <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't. <laughs> Don't enjoy. Yeah. Respect. We have much respect. I have respect for all of them. I know yeah. a lot of great noobs. Mm-hmm. Know a lot of great alphas. Of course. I know yeah. some great sigmas. Yeah. I mean, the sigmas you know. <laughs> You're out of breath, Steve. Two. All right, listen. <laughs> let you catch your breath. Coming up more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Twenty minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The SpaceX Dragon Crew capsule astronauts Bob and Doug were on a two-month mission to the space station yesterday. Wow. They splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico, just off the coast that of Pensacola. So cool, man. They that are now so back cool. home in where? <laughs> yeah, Houston, Texas. Okay. Did y'all see that? Uh-huh. I saw it take off. I saw it. I watched it, yes. Yeah. I ain't even know they splashed down anymore. I thought they came back. Yeah. Oh, on they the shuttle done it in forty-five years. Mm. Yeah, it's oh. been a while. Yeah. Gone for two months in space, and then yeah. back See, I'm not doing that. I'm not going out of space for no two damn months. You mean it's off the much, Earth? Yeah. It's too much no, to I'm not going Earth. up there for what? What you got me up here doing? What's that damn important up here? <laughs> it ain't COVID out there. Tell you yeah. that. Mess around and then something exactly. break. Hold up, man. Something break in the control room, a fuse go out. I can't come back. But do you know how many tests they take <laughs> hey. before they put those yes. uh, yeah, yeah, rockets yeah. up? Hey. I don't care about no tests. Yeah. Stuff hey, go wrong. Like what would you do, Uncle, if they told you, <laughs> Mr. Harper, we need you to go outside? <laughs> outside? <laughs> well, they Say, did. man, they hey, we need you to partner. go outside of the spacecraft and fix Excuse it, me. sir. Uh, you need to get the white dude. <laughs> this need, is you, why you you're not an yeah. astronaut. Okay. You need to what talk to Would you do a day one? trip, though? Would you do a day yeah. trip? I would not. No. Well, I like day way. trips on airplanes. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 <laughs> minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some very tragic news from our home station in Chicago, V103, uh, and it's trending. Uh, gun violence continues to plague Chicago this past weekend. A nine-year-old boy was killed. Uh, his name is Jamari Ricks. He was killed in the Cabrini Green neighborhood when he was shot in the chest. Police say the boy was not the intended target. Isn't that always the case? According to ABC News, from the months of January to July, there were 440 homicides in Chicago and 2,240 shootings. Wow. Uh, Community groups in Chicago said the kids are scared. These kids are scared and they can't even play outside now because it's so dangerous. Local leaders say that uh, it's poverty, lack of opportunity. Uh, Those are the issues. It's not just policing. That's a, Every, such a sad story. Sad, Every yeah. 
weekend, weekend in yeah. Chicago. So These not the numbers. city I grew up in. Look, I don't, I don't, I have no idea the answer to this. I just do know that it, the answer to this, look, I, I got that when you deprive us of people and put them in oppressed conditions and you there's poverty and hopelessness and lack of opportunity and education and, and all of this, that it plays a part in crime. I understand that. I'm yeah. not naive to that at all. The solution to helping get the young men under control or not so much under control but more in line Mm -hmm. the only solution to that is black men even if you come with programs we need more mentoring of our young men it's not going to stop it it's not going to cut it out but it will drastically reduce it and in 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 conjunction with we've got to get monies into these communities we've got to get some type of policies or something where it gives these young people a sense of hope and 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 a chance in the american system yeah that you've got to think that you can participate in the american dream the moment you don't think you can participate in the american dream then you create the dream Mm -hmm. And that dream usually winds up with nightmare type results. Yeah, they they need a place to channel the energy. Yeah, we need more men. And and once again, Chicago, I don't claim to know this answer, but I do know to get them young men in line, it takes men. We're praying for you, Chicago, and it's just tragic. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, here we are. Last break of the day, Steve. Yeah, and um, going to work today. Start. Uh, we you mean do after today. You this job, you at work right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, working. I mean, back to tape and Family Feud. Okay, oh, nice. Family oh, Feud starts. Uh-huh. So today is the uh, COVID uh, awareness day. We have to rehearse mm-hmm. today. They mm-hmm. put up shields. Uh, I haven't That's seen beautiful. it yet, but they wanted me to come and get used to it today. Mm-hmm. I have a platform that I speak from now. Uh, there's no touching, high-fiving of the contestants. Uh, there's shields in place. 
Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. And uh, we're going to shoot it with no audience. Okay. So, so, and, so uh, at the end, you won't be standing next to him when you read the, the question. Fast money. No. The fast money. Wow. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know how they're gonna do it unless they have us up there and a shield in between us, like they did. Oh, did yeah. you see uh, Inside NBA this weekend I with did. Charles uh, Shaq? That would and, be a uh, no for Kenny. me. Uh-uh. And you know how they had the shields in between both of them, all yeah. of them had a tall. You know, it. it you know, mm-hmm. you can't hardly tell it's there. I'm assuming they'll have something like that, but they've called uh-huh. me mm-hmm. from London to talk to me about everything and. Uh, Mr. Harvey, we have to do it this way. We apologize, but we have to do it this way. And so mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm okay with it. You're cool with it, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, in closing today, um, 94 days until election. 94 days for us to get it together and have an opportunity to prove a very, very that is 92 days, 92 days. I'm sorry. It's 92 days left before election day. And we get to prove a point that will resonate long, long into our future. The Black Lives Matter movement has finally caught hold. And now that the movement is as progressive as it is, it has companies thinking differently. It has uh, magazines, television thinking differently. Hollywood is reacting right now. Some things are happening on the network level uh, in terms of uh, racial equality and justices that have occurred. Everybody is being held to, the, to task on this issue. For the most part. Now, in order to make this happen on the policy level, to bring about changes in how uh, policing is done. And again, you know, look, there's a lot of good police officers and we need police department. I'm not talking about defunding or anything like that. I I don't even understand what that's about. We need policemen. But we don't need all the bad ones that we have. And in order to alleviate having the bad ones that we have, and it's a lot of them we're discovering, it's enough of them where we, we should have mandatory uh, mandatory sentencing for police, just like they do for uh, civilians. You know, if you do certain things to other civilians, you automatically suffer certain consequences. It has to be that for the police department. Well, listen, everybody, in order to bring this about, we have to vote. We got to get serious about this thing, man. We have 92 days to do something about this. If you are unhappy with the response to COVID, I mean, this that America's going through right now, it's, it's beyond ridiculous. You know, we were sitting up looking at Italy. How could this happen? Uh, Korea, China, how could this happen? We're looking at Brazil. How could this happen? How could this happen? How could they let it get like that? Oh, my God. America has the best, finest doctors, medicine, all this here. Well, well now look at us. We are the fourth of the cases worldwide. 
we have nearly fourth of the deaths worldwide. But we are only 4% of the population in the world. That's something's wrong. That's leadership. If you're tired of the way the COVID thing has been handled, are you tired of the way this man is up here just talking over and over and over and not mentioning these families that have passed? If you're sick of the divisiveness, if you're tired of every time he has a policy or something that he stands on a soapbox on, it's got something to do with people of color. The ban on the Muslims, the DACA program, the wall, the all over Colin Kaepernick. And now it's embarrassing when they kneel for the national anthem and our flag and our military. Man, when you going to get off that soapbox that's been broken a long time anyway? They never kneel to dishonor the flag or the military. And I'm glad they stick it to it right now. Because you've, you've, you've changed the dynamic so many times. I'm just tired of a president who is just obviously as divisive as he is, who happens to be, I ain't even got to say it. Look, we tired of this. Let's get to the polls. Let's do what we supposed to do. Let's prove that black lives really do matter by voting. We could take this Black Lives Matter to the policy level, and the only way to get it to the policy level is we got to vote. WhenWeAllVote.org is the website. Everybody call everybody you know today. Get on the mission, y'all. WhenWeAllVote.org. And then as soon as you get registered to vote, we're going to start talking about voting early, mailing in your ballots, and you ain't got to stand in line. We're going to talk about that. All right? Let's be busy. Thank you. Let's vote. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com.